Hello and welcome to Let's Pod This, the official podcast of Let's Fix This. My name is Andy Moore, and I'm one of your hosts, and my co-host, the good Mr. Scott Melson, is not with me today. Scott is still traveling, wrapping up his holiday travels, so it's just me and a couple of special guests that will be joining us in a few minutes. Ashton Hughes and Anna Fauci are coming to us to talk about the New Leaders Council. Uh, it's a nationwide organization that recently launched an Oklahoma chapter, and Ashton is one of the co-directors. Anna is one of the inaugural uh, group of fellows um, for the Oklahoma chapter, so they're going to join us in a few minutes to tell us a little bit more about their organization, how you can get involved, and about some exciting events that they have coming up. It's really cool, a uh, really great deal. Uh, I also want to tell you first about a few upcoming events um, for you to mark on your calendars. All these events are on our website and Facebook page, but wanted to tell you about them here on the podcast as well. On Monday, February 5th, will be the State of the State Address. It's the very first day that the legislature will be in session for this spring, uh, and the governor will deliver her State of the State Address in the House chamber. You can watch online, but it's way more exciting if you're there in person. It's always a great crowd. It's usually really interesting, too, and you get a chance to kind of hear what the governor's policy priorities are. And since this is the last year of Governor Fallon's term, uh, this is when she's swinging for the fences. So I'm really interested to see what she hopes uh, the legislature will pass and kind of where her head's at and what maybe we can anticipate uh, the tone or the tenor of the legislative session will be. So that's Monday, February 5th. I believe it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, but you can check our website and our Facebook page for all those details. Then, later in the month in February, it's going to be our first capital day of the year. So we do these each month during session. This is our this is our bread and butter, right? This is our signature event. This is where it's a chance for you to come to the Capitol, bring your friends, learn a little bit from us, from some legislators that will speak to the group, uh, and then... We kind of break out and go visit legislators, visit your legislators, your state rep, your state senator, and start or continue those relationships that maybe you talked to them last session and you want to let them know, hey, I'm still here, I still live in your district, you still represent me, and this is what matters most to me and my family. So the first one, the first capital day is going to be on Thursday, February 22nd, and then Wednesday, March 28th. Thursday, April 26th, uh, and Wednesday, May 9th. So there's uh, one each month. Generally, they're towards the end of the month, uh, so we can get a chance for some things to happen and move along. There will be other events that we'll add to the calendar along the way. We'll have some, oh, I'm sure we'll have a capital crawl at some point. Uh, we'll do some other meetups. Uh, we're going to try to do some more kind of community-based events and education things. A lot more videos, but I wanted to make sure that you got those dates on your calendar. February 22nd, March 28th, April 26th, and May 9th. Mark those down your calendar. Each one of those will start at 9 o'clock in the morning. They're going to be in the Blue Room, which is on the second floor of the state capitol. And again, go to our website, letsfixthisok.org, or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash okay. You can get all the details and stay up to date on uh, who's speaking, who's presenting, and any special themes we have for these events. If you've got a red button, wear it. We may have some kind of uh, some kind of punch card or some kind of sticker thing. I want to know 
who among us has been coming to all of these events, and maybe there'll be some kind of prize for the person that makes it out to the capital for the, the most number of Let's Fix This events. We'll see. Okay, so you got those on your calendar now. I really hope that you will be able to make it out for some of these events, bring a friend or a loved one, someone else who's maybe asked about you going to the Capitol, or if you've never been, if you're like one of the you know millions of Oklahomans who have never ever been to the state Capitol, maybe you don't even know who your state, state rep or state senator is, that's totally okay. Come on down, you don't have to talk to anybody. You can follow folks around. You can just kind of see what's up and see what we're all about. Uh, I would love to meet you myself uh, and the rest of our team. It's always informational, and I never had anyone come that said it wasn't informational, illuminating, and helpful. I think everyone has always enjoyed it, which is strikes me as like both odd and incredibly awesome. So, okay, uh, quick break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Ashton and Anna. Okay, so we're joined today by Ashton Hughes and Anna Fauci, who are both associated with an organization that I just learned about recently called the New Leaders Council. Um, Ashton, you are one of the co-directors, along with Billy Perkins, who I've known for, well, I guess maybe two years now. Yeah. Uh, And Anna, you are one of the fellows for this year, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. That's correct. Um, Ashton, I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about... NLC. Yeah. So um, New Leaders Council is actually a national organization. It started about 10 years ago um, to fill the gap between um, folks who are in leadership now and folks who are going to kind of be taking over. So it's really passing on that knowledge. Um, Since then, they've trained about 6,000 fellows. Wow. And... um, 900 just this year are accepted into the um, the institute, right. which will run from January to May. To May, um, 19 of the or not 19, excuse me, 16 of them are going to be um, in our institute, very first institute in January, and what we cover is um, everything from fundraising to comms to for-profit fundraising, um, how to build a small business, how to market yourself if you are a consultant, um, how to basically get more civically involved within your own space. And um, yeah, like I said, we're really, really excited about this year um, in Oklahoma specifically. I know Bailey has done a ton of work to try to get us on the map along with all of our uh, other board members. So we're pretty excited about um, getting started. Great. Sorry. Friend of the pod, Olive Hush Puppy, was barking. <laughs> yeah. She was excited to be outside today because it's 45 degrees. <clears throat> so, Anna, so you're one of those 6,000 fellows that are, um, and this is your first, they're connected with the New Leaders Council, and this is your first year with the organization? Yeah, yeah. So I applied um, back a few months ago and was accepted as a fellow for the inaugural class here in Oklahoma. So I'm one of those 16 people um, that Ashton mentioned that will be part of the Institute here locally, um, but really excited to join that larger network of over 6,000 folks who have been trained um, from across the country um, and across the years. That's super exciting. How did you find out about it? 
Um, I it got kind of recommended to me by word of mouth. Um, actually, even before there was a chapter here in Oklahoma um, by some friends of mine who are alumni um, in the D.C. area. Um, but then when um, the Institute or when Bailey and Ashton and the other people who were uh, the other board members who were putting it together started to plan it, I was contacted by several board members um, as well as um, helping send out the word myself um, to my network um, and encouraged to apply and become a part of it. And so it's something that's right up my alley. I um, am always seeking these kinds of opportunities to do um, for me as a government affairs professional, what is more or less um, like professional development, because there aren't a lot of professional development opportunities for government affairs folks um, that are um, institutionalized like this one is. So I was excited to here that was coming to Oklahoma. Right. And, you know, one of the things that struck me when I was reading about the organization uh, was that it's definitely reflective. Well, for one, it's bipartisan. It goes across states of all colors, um, red, blue, purple, green, whatever, um, and everything in between. And it also, it sounds like the, uh, the participation, the fellows that are participated in it are also reflective of that. I know it's focused on millennials, but also there's a lot of females and a lot of people of color. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, and I don't have the stats with me right in front of me, but I know, um, over 50% is female. Um, I think around, and I'm not, I'm not really sure what the stats are. <laughs> yeah. but, but, I pulled it from the website and it said 53% women and yeah. 57% um, mm-hmm. non-white. non-white. Yeah. Which yeah. is, especially in a state like Oklahoma, mm-hmm. is pretty exceptional. Yeah, and that's what I really love about our first class, too. Um, it is, it's very um, eclectic in terms of gender orientation, sexuality, um, male-female ratio, um, whites versus non-whites. And I, I think um, only two of our fellows identify as white heterosexual. Right. So that's um, as long as we can keep bringing those folks to the table and, you know, let their voices be heard and just build coalitions um, in that way, I think we'll be very successful. Sure. Are you guys, aside from just kind of training and that kind of continuing education mm-hmm. piece, are there specific issues you guys are concerned about or following, or is it just about the education of like how to do the work? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I will say that it tends to the issues that we follow are driven by what the class wants. So um, during intake, um, fellows actually get to participate in a survey. Um, and it, it, it stems from, we want to be able to meet you at your level and teach you what to be, teach you what you want to be taught. So, I mean, there are several, several different policy areas, several different issue areas that they could choose from. And our, um, curriculum is very broad. It's broad enough to support those. So, um, there is a set curriculum, but we do have the ability to, um, tailor it to our, um, our fellows needs during that class. So so. there's kind of some freedom to choose within like a relative framework of like, these are the things you can choose from a menu of choices, right? a veritable buffet. Yeah. And that's what I really like about it too, because it lets us, um, focus on what's important to Oklahomans because, um, the curriculum in Oklahoma is going to look a lot different than the curriculum in say San Francisco or DC. Um, so we are able to localize it pretty well and pull in um, 
local experts on these modules, whether it be um, local politics, whether it be communications and, and whatnot. Right. That reminds me of uh, another organization that is nationwide and recently expanded to Oklahoma, Generation Citizen. Mm -hmm. uh, and when they train high school students, and you know, they call it action civics. Yeah. Anna, weren't you, were you one of the judges with me back last summer? Yes, I actually, I judged, um, I've judged both uh, okay, Civic Day right. fairs this year. Yeah, um, one back at the end of the spring semester and one at the end of the fall <clears> semester. <throat> so it's a really cool program to see um, young folks, you know, they choose their own issues, kind of, you know, I think they have a, a little bit more freedom than the NLC curriculum <laughs> might have in that they right. truly get to, like, choose their own subject, whatever they want it to be. Um, and then um, they have a, you know, a program that teaches them how to be involved at like every level, which is again, which is the part that's most similar to NLC. So. Right, yeah. Well, and the thing that made me think about Generation Citizen is that they get to choose issues that maybe are pertinent. And so the what what it looks like in Oklahoma may be different than what it looks like in New York or California. Yeah. When the when the Generation Citizen National Board was here uh, a couple of months ago, uh, I had the opportunity to meet with some of them, and they were asking lots of questions about. Oklahoma politics and and how things work or don't work and it was most of them were from the east coast some from out west um, but I don't know that there was anyone from kind of the middle of the country and it was really interesting for me to talk to them and kind of hear their like feedback and just like you do what why how why is everything like this and uh, and, and it was funny for them um to hear our, our reasoning and for me to hear what it's like, you know, and things are very different in Brooklyn than they are in Oklahoma city. And Absolutely. so, um, so I think it's great. I mean, for both programs to have that kind of flexibility to adapt and reflect the important issues of that area. Absolutely. Um, Anna have the, I don't know how far along you are in this fellowship thing, but have you guys selected certain topics of interest for this next year? Yeah, I think that when, as Ashton mentioned, when we did like our, our intake process, like after we'd been accepted and filled out all the information about ourselves and what we were interested in, we had the opportunity to kind of say like, these are my top three interest areas. And I'm assuming that the schedule for our institute was set based on like the aggregate of what everyone was most interested in. So I know that we'll be having um, uh, programs that focus um on like things like strategic communication and fundraising, like Ashton mentioned, coalition building, and then like specific policy areas as well. Um, but actually we have not even, we have our first meeting later this month. So we All begin right. um, our first Institute meet like meeting or day is um, towards the end of this month um, on a Saturday. Um, and then we meet once a month for the next six months. So oh, January twentieth is the first. Did I get session. that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So um, once a month for the next six months. Yeah. So from yeah. January until May, and then um, one thing that I failed to mention earlier is this program is completely free. Oh wow! So aside from a, a seat deposit, to you know just to make sure you have skin in the game, um, we are required to fundraise to pay it forward to the next class. Okay. So the, the chapter fundraiser generally happens in June. Okay. So, and then, um, so they have to plan what that fundraiser yep. looks like? Yep. So they have to plan it. They have to solicit donations for it. And that's all part of um, kind of the skills transfer. Not only are we teaching you these skills, but we're giving you an arena to apply them in. 
Um, and the same thing um, with a capstone project, which is something that I, I really love about the program. Yeah. So for the capstones, um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a lot different than what you would go through in a master's program, because obviously this is a shorter amount of time, right. but we ask our fellows to choose an area, a policy area, or, or just something that they want to improve by um, going through NLC. So say for, um, for Anna, it would be um, social justice, right, sure. Anna? Yes, correct. <laughs> so um, whether that be um, policy change or starting an advocacy organization, um, so identifying a project that you want to complete and start mapping out that plan to get there. Okay. Start um, making those contacts, start leveraging those n bigger national contacts that are going to come with NLC. Right. Because um, we, we really do have uh, a really great um, national support system. And they always say, like, once you're an NLC family, you're family, and you can always reach out to other chapter fellows or even the, the larger national network, and somebody will know something about what you are trying to do. Right, right. So there's so there's some kind of deliverable at the end of the program yeah. um, that you that not only, like, is an accomplishment for the fellow, but mm -hmm. also it's... Specifically mm -hmm. Oklahoma. Right. So, um, and that I think that's, that's a really great benefit to Oklahoma because... Um, our plan is to always have someone doing something to improve the state. Right. Sorry for my dog. <laughs> That's okay. Deciding to she be a part adorable. of this phone call. Sounds like know. a lot of dog drama. I yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, Ashton, you were a fellow previously, right? I was, yeah. So, what was your project? Um, so, mine was to get more involved in the women's organizations in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. um, so, whether that be like Planned Parenthood or the Women's Center there. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to um, to get as involved as I wanted because I moved shortly after. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the great things about NLC is that it's almost everywhere. Um, so, I did go through the chapter in... Um, Omaha in 2015, uh, moved to Sacramento at the end of 2015, um, ended up um, connecting with the chapter there, got a job with SEIU Local 1000, okay. um, wasn't able to stay there for more than a year or two, so, um, ended up moving here, and I was looking for that community and that network, and I was like, oh, we need NLC here, because I found during my research that it, we didn't have a chapter. Right. So I reached out to the national organization, and that's when they had connected me with Bailey. And um, we've kind of been moving down the road ever since with that. Right. Super exciting. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to see how it um, kind of evolves. And I just from reading through the list of your um, kind of board of directors mm -hmm. and the list of fellows you have, it sounds like you've got a tip-top class like yeah. to start it off, um, and that's really exciting. I can't wait to see like this new group of leaders. Yeah. I think, I mean, as we starting to see in the news almost every week, um, the old guard is leaving, right. whether by their choice or not in some cases. Right. Um, and we need people who have um, not just the desire, but like the skills to right. step in and kind of take on some of those roles. Absolutely. Um, it is, you can't, despite what people may think, you good policy isn't driven by the seat of your pants, like just no, I, trying to make it up as you go. Right. Well, and it's not driven by, by a party either. Right. And that's one really great thing that um, I do like about NLC. It's 
it's not party based. I mean, we were a five hundred one c three, so we legally are obligated not to engage in party activities. Right. So um, I like to say that there no party has the monopoly on good people. Right. So our goal is really to get everybody in here who wants to be a part of NLC have them sit at the table and talk and work together. And then five, 10 years down the road, we have a cohort of folks who have worked together, who know how to work together, who can actually, you know, go in and make good policy. Right. Right. And whether those, those folks like Anna stick around in Oklahoma or move to other States year after year, that becomes a bigger and bigger network of people who speak the same language, who I think know, like any alumni network, Mm -hmm. you kind of know, the stock from what they come. Sure. And so that helps um, build trust and um, maybe not legitimacy, but like trust and um, rapport. Rapport. That's <laughs> yeah. a good word. Um, something to like yeah. um, help foster those relationships sure. way down the road when yeah. they matter that we can't even foresee from right Absolutely. now. So that's mm-hmm. great. Um, how can people find out more about the New Leaders Council? Yeah, so um, we have a website. It's ok.newleaderscouncil.org. And we are actually having a Meet the Fellows event on January 20th. Okay. So we'll, folks will be able to come to the event, talk to the fellows, get a sense of you know what we're all about. Um, it's going to be at 6 p.m. at the third floor balcony on uh, at Mass Mutual, okay. so down in Midtown. Right. Um, it is a fundraiser, uh, but it's there's no cost to attend. But like like I said, we do um, we do have to fund other classes, and it's always sure. a pay it forward model, and any amount always helps. Right. So. The, so it sounds like this is not part of our agenda here, but January 20th is going mm-hmm. to be a busy day um, because. You you guys have the third event mm-hmm. in a row that I know of now. Yeah. So um, from what I understand, there is a some kind of women's march yep. again. Yep, the, um, the National Women's March yeah. is that day too. It's that day. Um, and then from 3 to 5 p.m., uh, Let's Fix This and some of the organizations mm-hmm. are going to have kind of a little information, mm-hmm. just a meetup, um, and the location is yet to be announced. Okay. Um, our first choice fell through today, so oh, no. um, stay tuned for that if you happen to be listening to this. And uh, and then you guys will be at 6 p.m. Yep. Um, we'll try to list everything on our website Great. Um, yeah, thank as you well so and share it through social media. It sounds like my that Saturday on my calendar has been blank for a while, and suddenly <laughs> I've got it's not three things <laughs> yeah. uh, in a row. So it could be a, a really fun afternoon. Yeah. Well, uh, Anna and Ashton, thank you so much for thank being you. here, for and we us. look forward to following along with New Leaders Council. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Big thanks to our guests, Ashton Hughes and Anna Fauci, uh, and their information about the New Leaders Council. Remember, you can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Fix This OK. Uh, you can hit me up. I'm at Andy OKC. Scott is at SC Melson. You can also like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Let's Fix This OK. And our website is Let's Fix This OK.org, where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our blog, and find details about all those upcoming events that I mentioned earlier. Our podcast is edited and produced by Scott and me. And let's pod this as a member of the Mostly Harmless Media Network. Our theme music is provided by the Sugar Free All-Stars. 
Let's Fix This is a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization who strives to educate and equip all Oklahomans to engage with the government, especially in meaningful ways. We encourage you to get involved in any way that you can, and remember, decisions are made by those who show up.